Cowabunga, dudes. Cowabunga. Welcome to the Doom Room. Kent, my buddy Nick. What's up? Man, I hope you guys had a good week. Considering uh, 2020, it's rare to have a good week this year. My damn mom, she had a heart attack this past Sunday. That bitch is so tough, she's already out and going to go to work next week. Damn. She don't give a she don't give a damn about the heart attack. She woke up from surgery. It's like, can I get a cigarette? Get <laughs> <laughs> one more day. Ma'am, you got quiz. Give me my damn cigarette, boy. <laughs> I ain't worried about no damn heart attack. I thought it was heartburn. And she damn, wanted to mom, see her children. Yeah, damn, mom, we love you. Thank you. Love is for pussies. Give me my damn cigarette. Nah, she ain't like that, but <laughs> she is tough. Yeah, she is. Man, I was scared. I went up there. And when they she was in the hospital less than the 18 hours. Went up there, she's already at home by the time I got up there. And hell, she was already cleaning the house again. <laughs> shit happened. I'm like, Mom, relax. <laughs> I'll do it. Leave me alone. All right, she was ill as hell because she had, had no cigarettes. But I don't blame her. She can be ill as she wants. <laughs> That's what she been through. You show up at her house. Ain't you supposed to be at work? <laughs> <laughs> Go back to work. I don't need your love, boy. Oh, and man. Glad to have you back, Mom. <laughs> anyway, that was the big highlight of my week. I'm just glad she's doing better. What about you, man? What's been going on in your life? Oh, my week wasn't nearly as bad as yours. Like, just basic working all day, coming home, trying to relax. Children ain't having that shit. (laughs) They decide they're going to clog the toilet, break some dishes, (laughs) trying to sit down and relax, unwind a little bit from the long day of work. I work 10 to 12 hour days, come home, (laughs) kick my boots off. (laughs) Bam! Shit. How do the kids break it to you, man? Like, they clog it up? Or do you just find out? Well, no, no. They tell me, and my son calls me in the bathroom, and this is, <laughs> like, he's in the process of it, and this is pre-toilet paper. Like, it's just straight, <laughs> I mean, like a Yule log. It's straight, it's straight shit. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> so, it's like, son, I know that had to be painful. Damn, you're eight. You're eight. What is wrong with you? It just won't. It won't flush. We're sitting there flushing, and it won't go down. (laughs) We're the double team in this turd, man. Dude, pre-toilet paper. This is pre-toilet paper. This is the pre-toilet paper. (laughs) What's he He's walking around with shit on his ass. No, he calls me in there. He stands up. His pants are still at his ankles. And he said, I tried to flush it so I can use toilet paper, but it won't go down. I'm like, good God. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, what we had to do, we had to pour bleach in there to break it into pieces. Shit. Dude. My dad would have been like, piss on it and try to cut it in half. <laughs> It'll go down then, boy. Oh, man. Shit. Just reach down in there, break it in half with your hand. 
No, this like this ain't the first time this has happened. I mean, I'm trying to sit there explain to him that you got to pinch it in half, and he's looking at me so <laughs> confused. I'm just like, you got to stop in the middle and flush. Is like you can't just. Good lord, son. When you're unloading a log like that, you're gonna have to saw it in half at some point. At, at some point, I know tears had to be coming out of his eyes. That was coming out of his body. <laughs> Good <laughs> god. <laughs> That's the kids, man. Take big dumps, dude. Oh, I was like, I need to stop. Whatever I'm feeding you, I need to stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. Good God. So what else been going on in your week? You know how it is working. You try to relax on the weekend and you get surprised with a honeydew list and going out pressure washing everything. <laughs> That's usually how it works. Like, all right, you work for the weekend. All right, I can't wait to get home. Can't wait to relax. Can I have my weekend off. And then my, later on, my wife's waiting in the background to surprise me with some chores and some family weekend plans. Had my nephew spend the night last night. That was an adventure. Was he loud as hell? Oh, God. The boy is hyper. I love him. He's a good kid. Like, he wasn't bad at all. Just a little extra. had to show out for his uh cousins huh oh yes yes he he gets so amped up and like can't say nothing negative about the kid he's so polite he's well behaved but dang going from two to three kids in the house yeah when you bring in a another child they have to start showing out for their buddies and that's when it gets crazy i know i don't see how our parents did it every weekend Bro, I don't know, man. My dad, because, you know, I was growing up, we was all in a Pokemon and shit. Yeah. My dad's like, I don't understand what Poketron is. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like you got little pet animals. Why don't y'all go out there and play with your damn dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Dad, first off, it's not Poketron. It's Pokemon, okay? But I don't care what it is. Go out there and play with that damn dog. You want it? Yeah, <laughs> that damn dog. Shit, he'll evolve into a happy dog if you pet his ass every now and then. Look, he even does a trick. You pet him when he wags his tail. Like, oh, shit, that's how it works. <laughs> does it require some kind of thunderstone to make it? <laughs> never, never mind, that's going down a really nerdy path right there. Oh, my, my kids, especially like when they're, when their cousin's over, they start talking video games. And I thought we was bad growing up. Jesus. These kids nowadays, holy shit, I don't know what they're saying. And I was like, I understand. I understand what our parents went through. Cause what kind of shit are they talking about? Well, they, they talk about Pokemon, but then like they're into all kinds of other stuff, too. It's like all these games, and then they watch these YouTube videos about games that I've never heard of. And they'll come up to me, and they'll explain this shit. I mean, they'll get in deep to it. And they look so excited, and I'm just looking at them. I was like, "What? What?" Dude, I, don't, I don't understand the fascination with uh, kids watching YouTubers play games just to watch their. I, I'll watch somebody play a game if I get stuck at a part, or I'll watch a quick gameplay to see if I like it. Yeah, that's, but that's like a feature film for them, man. It's like their show. I know it. It's like my my daughter is hung up on Cuphead. And Cuphead. Oh yeah, I got you. Cuphead and like I knew what it was, but then I saw I, st- I 
I saw her just walk through the house one night and I was like, Dad, we got to beat the devil. I said, wait a minute. What? <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> and I'm yeah. sitting there. And I'm, like, I'm sitting there thinking before I questioned her on it. And I was like, did she get this from me? Because I, ha- I have a room full of horror movies in here. I'm just like, did she get this from me? Am I the one that did this? But no, it was Cuphead. And I was like, and then she comes up, who's your favorite villain from Cuphead? Is it the devil? I said, absolutely not. <laughs> He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. Bro, my kids came in at night. Depending on how she said it, that could be creepy as hell. Imagine you're laying in bed at 10 o'clock at night. She comes walking in. Dad, you gotta be the devil. (laughs) I'm just looking at y'all starry eyed and shit. I'd freak out. Just standing standing in the doorway. All you see is a little black silhouette. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta be the devil. I'm about to beat your ass if you don't get in that bed. How about that? Scaring shit out of me. Dude, one time, one time Bella came in and she was tired. We was at like a water party that day. She came in. She's like, I'm here. I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm hearing voices outside my window. Click, clack, got my gun. (laughs) And like I don't know why, but I slung up my front door and I'm like doing some like Navy SEAL shit, like popping my head around the corners. Ain't nobody there. She's talking about some something that happened at the water park that day. I didn't oh, sleep man. at all that night, man. Like the, I guess a bunch of kids were talking or joking about hearing voices. Yeah. I didn't think it was that damn funny to be honest, but <laughs> my, she did. About <laughs> my son, I gotta stop him from video game raging. I'll hear him every once in a while. Like I got limited his game video game time because of this I hear him playing this game. All of a sudden I hear no and I hear him just <laughs> punching his pillows in. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, it's just a matter of time before he starts punching holes in the walls. <laughs> I gotta cut this out at the butt. I said, I bu- I bust in there and I pretend I'm so mad. And I, I come in there with a belt in my hand just to just so he knows I'm not playing. I said, what are you doing? <laughs> and it's like I need, and all of a sudden the tears. I was like, I can't beat it. I said, "Well, put it down before I put you down." Supposed then, to bring you joy, <laughs> not misery. I told him. I said, "I said if you can't," I told him. I said, "If you can't, if you can't play this game the right way without getting mad, then I'm going to throw it away. No good and damn well, I'm not going to throw it away. And I spent too much damn money on this shit. Trade <laughs> <laughs> this shit in, boy. I tell you I'm one time, my own game with it. He did. He did one time. He made me mad. And like we was driving down the road. It was a neighborhood. He got mad at his game. I snatched it out of his hand and t- held it out the window. I said, I <laughs> drop it and crush it into a thousand pieces. You act like this. And the meanwhile, I'm thinking in my head, do not drop this game. Do not drop this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like throwing away money. Yeah. Hey, he, he, he's calmed down a lot. But every once in a while, you got to put him in check with it. And then he'll he'll mellow out, or he'll move to a different game for a while. Yeah, that's how my youngest is. She gets pretty upset when things don't go her way. On Animal Jam, oh, I hate that damn game. It's like an MMO, man. Like these kids, we talk a shit to each other on there. <laughs> and my like, fox yeah. is prettier than your fox. How dare you, you dumb bitch? <laughs> you know. My freaking daughter found a YouTuber and like threatened her 
because she didn't like one of her videos. <laughs> and she came in there crying. She's like, I can't comment on any more of her videos. I'm like, why not? What happened? I told her she was stupid. <laughs> she banned me. I'm like, well, good for her. You don't do that to people. My God, what's wrong with you? I don't know. It was like lessons that we never had to learn the hard way growing <laughs> yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, man. Like we gotta learn a whole different we gotta teach our kids shit that we never knew about, you know what I'm saying? Because the internet and video games and it's crazy. They still I mean, my day is my dad's like, Don't hit Mike with the stick. <laughs> Here, let me show you how it feels and then he hits me with a stick and I start crying. He's like See, don't do that shit, boy. And I'm like, yeah, damn, my bad. <laughs> Didn't do it no more. <laughs> but hey, guys, we got to get back in the subject right now. We're kind of getting on a rabbit hole. Sorry about that. Our rabbit trail. I don't know my rabbits, okay? But talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love that. that I was, love this movie. Man, the one that came out in 1990 was probably my favorite movie for like 15 years. Golly, that was such a good movie. Yeah. And like, my parents bought that movie for me. And um, they didn't realize like how dark it was. And my stupid ass self sits, sits down, they play it for me. First word out of the turtle's mouth. Damn. <laughs> you probably won't be like five at the time. I didn't get to watch it when I was three. Because, you know, I was born in 87. Right. Shit, I might as well tell all my listeners, my social, and we'll keep giving out all this information. But I went with three when it came out, so I didn't watch it until a few years later when I was five. And yeah, like same you, with me. My parents bought it for me. I come home from school, pop that VHS tape in there, watch that shit like three times, drive my dad insane. Like he. It's like every time I watched it, man, I can like tell it. I'd be like, look what's about to happen. What's about to happen? And I tell him what's going to happen. He's like, why are you telling me what's happening? Won't you just let me watch it? God, it's so good. <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was such a good movie. And I, I watched it recently. I still enjoy that movie. It's like, it is, it still holds up. Like, I mean, Jim Hansen did the effects and all. And that, I mean, to me, it still holds up. There's a lot of charm in that film. It was pretty dark for Ninja Turtles, which was, I was introduced to it through the cartoon, which I'm pretty sure that's what you was, too. Yeah, I watch the cartoons all the time. Saturday mornings. But, man, just, that goes to show you, man, like, you can make a real good movie without CGI. Because that CGI Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie that came out was pure horseshit, in my opinion. Yeah, the one with Michael Bay. Oh, is that who did that? Explains a lot. Yeah, I just didn't. Now they had one like that was pure um, animated back in I don't know early two thousands. It wasn't a very good movie, but like I mean, there was some parts I liked about it. Yeah, man, but you can't beat this live action ones from the early nineties. Even no, Shredder the, looked bad. Shredder God, from the man. second one. Uh, yes. When he got in all that ooze on him, man, and like he went like freaking Super Saiyan. Right. That was freaking cool looking. And um, the mutants, um, Razor, and I don't know the other one, but 
I'm surprised they didn't use Bebop and Rocksteady in that movie, but they the two they did use was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um the snapping turtle and uh God dang it, what was the other one? Oh like a dog or something. Yeah. Bro, that movie was pretty violent too. And it's yeah. catered by man. PG thirteen in the nineteen nineties is a lot different than PG thirteen. 2020 man oh man i love it and like the first movie and the 1990 movie um i don't know it just it there was one part that bothered me it's like when Raphael was having his little mood swing on the um roof and all the foot ninja jumping and like beat the hell out of him and then throwing through through the walls Oh man, like that, that was, was a so scene though, man. Like, it that, was that. so good, but dang, I hated it. It's like, oh my god, one of them's dead. As like, as a kid, I, I didn't understand it. I was like, mom, mom, he's dead. It's like, son, he's not. Mom, he's dead. I'm sitting there crying, and <laughs> and then if and as I got older, I look at it as I like, mean that was a great scene. And then as I get older, and I see that little scene where a Splinter is talking through him. In the fire pit, in the fire pit, and they're all like meditating, and then he says, "I love you, my sons." Then, as a dad, I'm just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Got to get up and walk outside. I didn't call my dad, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You know it hits you. You know there's some good riding when the damn rat hits you in the feels like that, man. Yes, like this torturing his ass. Yeah, they but... hung it. They chained him up, and they was cutting him. They cut his ear off. Oh man. Dude, it was pretty damn intense. Right, looking back now, I can understand why a lot of kids were like messed up going back because we got to watch shit like that. <laughs> oh man, but it was so such a good time to be alive, though. I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed it, man. It's like ain't nothing better than going to a video store, which I bought this. My parents bought this for me. Like it was a similar store to use. Like after school one day. It was on a Friday, and they had bought it for me, and I was just like, "Oh yeah!" I'm back, but we still they we didn't have cable growing up for a long time, so we would watch videotapes, a lot of videotapes, and most of them are recorded off my family who lived where they can actually get cable, and they would record <laughs> some movies for us and just give us a six-hour VHS tape with like two or three movies on it. <laughs> that's awesome man yeah, that was my I was growing up but that's the piracy at it's best right there tell you you had, you had to make do what you had but <laughs> um hey a quick quick rundown on TMNT I look I got the history of them um Kevin Eastman and Peter Lord um they were the founders of Mirage Studios and that's who first um wrote and published the Ninja Turtles comic it became great after that, um, when, when was it published? The first one, 1984. 84. And th- this is when it was like the darker story elements. And actually, like this movie, like takes pulls stuff from like the first like 10 issues of this run of this comic. Like they didn't want to do the lightheartedness of the cartoon show just yet with the with a live action movie. Yeah. And I, and I guess it was a way to pay homage to where these characters came from. How so, unique of a story is that? Like when when they were writing that, like, hey, let's make a story about four teenage mutant ninja turtles, and their dad's going to be a rat, 
You know, yeah. I mean, that's and it and it and imagine saying that and then it turning into this gigantic franchise that it is today, man. Teenage Ninja Turtles is huge. I watched the documentary I saw on um, the toys that made us on Netflix about the Ninja Turtles and these two guys, um, Peter and Eastman, they were um, sitting there trying to come up with ideas and they had a, they had a good pitch, a robot kind of in kind of lost in the human world or whatnot. And they ended up using that robot later on in TMNT, but they kind of got shut down. Nobody wanted to want to buy their idea. And I was like, they're sitting there brainstorming, like broke as hell. All right, well, I'm going to draw something to make you laugh. And this guy drew a ridiculous, actual, real-looking turtle with some nunchucks. Made him laugh, passed it to the other guy, put a bandana on his head. I was a ninja. And <laughs> they just kind of like, they slowly just evolved it until they had the idea of what they want. But That's awesome. But the comics did so well that they they was able to get a cartoon in 1987. And the way they the only way the cartoon show got made was because there was a toy line coming out for um Ninja Turtles. And back then it was the Four Turtles, Splinter, April, Bebop Rockstage, Shredder. I think it was less than ten ten all together. Hmm. But in order to push those toys, they had to have a cartoon. So they made a five episodes, like a pilot episodes of the Ninja Turtles. It was going to wrap it up quick. And you was going to meet Prang, Shredder. April is going to be a fast forward through the whole thing. And, it, and if it's over, it's over. If they want more, you got lots of open room to keep going with it. And they did run with it, man. Oh, yeah. They said that thing. Went on for a long time. That's that original cartoon. But dude, I remember watching that cartoon for a long time too. And it was, I guess, that one reason why it was so so damn good is because it was not politically correct. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't have any right. agenda. They didn't have any agenda about it. It was just we're, we're here to entertain. Show. We're yeah. here to entertain. No hidden. No hidden motives or anything like that. Right or left, we're going to make just a good ass cartoon. And, and what was crazy too? The very when the toys were released, it was only a it was a modest order, and it was around the New York area because that's where a lot of the toys and all was being sold. Um, six thousand toys out of all those that I just explained to you, only six thousand total. They was going to test them in a few stores. They was out before the week was out, and they reorder. They need to reorder. Their reorder number was fifty thousand. That's how many more they wanted to come back into the city to put back on the shelves. And how quick was that going? Oh, it took them a while, but for that for that group, I know I bought some. Like they um that fifty thousand. Like it kept them afloat until they can come out with, because the show kept running on after that, after that order came in for that kind of money and all that money was guaranteed at this point. Mm-hmm. Then they started, well, we're going to, we're going to come up with new characters. We're going to push them out as well. And slowly the commercials start coming on, buy this new fucking toy right now. 
bottom of shit, it's turtle. And I remember one of them, and all it did was their head would go inside their shell and pop out. Holy gotta, shit. Shit, mom. <laughs> I can see the kid in the commercial. He pushes it in, and then like it pops out. When it pops out, he shits his pants. <laughs> Dude, I think one reason, though, that this, this franchise has done so well it's because how, of how it explores different personalities working with one another and how like you could be different but still get along with someone else and you know love your brothers even though like you might not have anything in common like cuz you got Raphael the angry one he's always kind of like pouting and angry you got Michelangelo the goofball completely opposite of Raphael Leonardo the leader always serious then you get the nerd Donatello, but yet they all work together. And I think that was just really cool. A lot of kids like that because they were guaranteed to be able to relate to one of them. Right. You know I, mean? I know. I, I I really like Michelangelo. He was my favorite. I liked Donatello. I mean, he was always just the guy that like, oh, I'm going to explain this fucking problem, but then I can cut jokes. And- like, yeah. Growing up, that's just that's just how he was. It's like, hey, I'm smarter than you, and I'm gonna wisecrack at you because I'm smarter than you. I don't know. He was cool, man. My least favorite was Raphael <clears throat> growing up, but now I, now that I'm an adult, I can kind of get where a lot of kids could relate to him because a lot yeah. of kids have anger problems, man, and they had. Just, I don't know why that some people just wake up mad. And that's that's was Raphael for sure. But yeah, I, but what was cool about Raphael? He always found a way to come through for his brothers. Yep, uh, man, but, it was. I mean, the older you get, especially your teenage, you got little brothers and sisters. You're like, oh fuck, I'm Leonardo. I gotta do right. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. I gotta be the one to round all them up and just get them in the same house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man there's always one that someone can relate to and they had really good side characters too like April she was really cool what was her last name again O'Neal O'Neal gosh she was really good and then you get Casey Jones man he was cool everybody Splinter, loves Casey yeah Splinter was awesome freaking rat man I made you cry yeah, oh, maybe try to. And then what really, what really seals the deal, man? When you have a superheroes, a superhero show, you got to have a super good villain. And Shredder was that villain, man. He was his armor is just so bad ass. Like you cannot picture. I could not picture a cooler villain for them to fight than Shredder. Oh no. And that second movie when he gets that ooze on him and shit and he grows really big. Yeah, I think they get, I think the wrestler that played him was Kevin Nash. Oh yeah, it was. It was a WWE pimp. <laughs> yeah, they had a good big tall guy. And what was funny is he got the ooze on him, but it still like, made his blades grow too. So he's like running around like looking all deformed with these gigantic like swords coming out of his shoulders and shit. It looked, it was pretty scary. I don't know how that was going to win. But they did. And then but then I'll ask, I just didn't make it any better. Singing that stupid song. Oh, was he um was he the guy that sung their theme song? 
Yeah, that go ninja, go ninja, go. I'm like, God, shut up. Kill him, Shredder. I remember uh, I remember growing up, I loved that shit. But if I watched it now, and I haven't seen it in years, to be honest. Uh, but if I watched it now, that probably aggravated the piss out of me. Oh, man. It was a, it's a hard watch. <laughs> go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Man, I forgot all about that. Dude, like the movie, the first movie, that has some good... That has some good music. Like that music and when they're going down the sewer, they're talking. You know, all you at this point in time, all you see is the shadows. You they're wisecracking each other. And you got this uplift like music going, and you're getting ready to see the turtle for the first time. And right when they're about to jump on frame, they freeze you. Do a little title card. And they like he goes, Excellent. I'm just <laughs> like, oh shit. Getting chill bumps start popping up. I was, like, I was like, oh, yeah, they're here. I know Dude. I can just hear it in the theaters right now with kids who was able to watch that. That's Leonardo, Michelangelo. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck, it's Donatello. Holy shit. Dad, dad, you fucking see that? Donatello. <laughs> and then Raph comes on screen. Damn, dad, dad, damn. <laughs> dad. He said, damn. Shut up, boy, I know. <laughs> That's Dude. what you tell me every night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's not that bad after all, is it, Daddy? You say, damn. It's still bad, damn it. But, man, what was so cool about that movie also is how it was shot, dude. Like, you talking about how, like, the key is expense. Yeah. And just the shading, you know, and like how it was shot. Man, they just knew how to make a good movie. Now Man, everything's the CGI. It's like they tried too hard to make things blow your mind. When you can just do something simple like that scene. Running through the sewers to seeing shadows. Playing some of this cool, upbeat music. Man, I love it. But they... Oh, in that apartment scene where they're looking... Like they're trying to talk to April, but the boy keeps seeing like shadows on the mirror or shadows on the wall or something like that, and goes to look, and there's nothing there. He's like, What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that was a good scene. There's like, they fought off like hundreds of footmen during that, that scene. Yeah, the whole place was collapsing down. One of my favorite lines in the whole thing during that fight is when, um, about four of them are standing on top and about to bust through the window. And then Donatello's like, uh, guys, I don't know, structurally speaking here, if if this is a good time for your buddies to be dropping by. And they jump in and the whole place just collapsed into the basement. And everybody's <laughs> hurt and trying, trying to get back up. And then there's more foot that come in. They're just like, come on. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was like, I don't even remember how they got out of that. How did they get out of that part? Uh, Casey Jones showed up. That's right. And he showed up. He, I think he plowed a car through like a wall or something. He gets and he shows up. He goes, what are you doing on my, and he says something to Raph. He goes, what are you doing on my, my buddy over there? He says something more witty. He goes, better question. Who are you? Oh, I'm, and then Michelangelo chimes in. Rain Getsky? <laughs> steroids? <laughs> yeah. Like making him sound big. Yeah. He goes, it doesn't matter. Let's go. 
Bro, that was a good movie. And that was the first one, right? Yeah, that was the first one. Second one go- was good too, but man, that third movie. That was so different. They, they time traveled on it. Yeah, they did. Michelangelo wasn't even in almost all the movie. I know, bro. It was mainly about Raphael, wasn't it? Yeah, it was mainly about Raphael, him learning to control his anger. He was around kids a lot, which set a man with a short fuse off real quick. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wish they'd make another one like that with a live action like I guess you call them puppets with their face yeah cause that CGI movie man CGI is great it's good and all for like Avengers but man you can still make a good movie without all that fancy CGI you know what I'm saying cause those 99 movies blew the I think it was 2017 when that um What's that director's name again? Did uh, all the Transformers? Michael Bay. I didn't like his that much, man. I didn't like it at all. I don't know. I like my my when I see Ninja Turtles, they don't have to be the center of attention, like on the entire world fighting, crying on top of the tallest building in the city. You know. Yeah, it could be under. The, they like to at, keep things discreet. You know what I'm saying. They're at a construction site at night, and they decided to. That's that's we're going we're going to fight here. We're going to do some shit. I mean, shit's going to go down. I mean, I don't I don't know. It's just the Ninja Turtles. They're ninjas. They don't need to be put out for everybody to see. I don't. Exactly, man. They're not superheroes, right? They're freaking teenagers who happen to be turtles. <laughs> and most importantly, they're ninjas and don't want to be fighting in broad daylight if they can avoid it. <sighs> I can just imagine, though, like when picking out their weapons, I'm looking at them now. Donatello got shafted on that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a stick, boy. Here's a stick. He's badass with that stick, though. Dude, in video games, let's talk real quick about some Ninja Turtle video games. Donatello. You won't want your team in a fight, but Donatello in a video game, you want him draft one. That's yeah, all he, he does. That reach. that reach, you can just jump on top of boxes and hit down and B. <laughs> and there you go. And, and do it. I, I can't remember the one I played, but it was so good. I played it, played it on Super Nintendo. Gosh, man, that was the nineties were just so fun, man. There's a lot of good games back then for Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Turtles in Time on yeah. the Super Nintendo. Still one of the best beat-em-ups ever. And they even got a really good fighting a tournament fighter, TMNT tournament fighter. Which, for Super uh, Nintendo? Yeah, for Super Nintendo and the Sega <laughs> Genesis. So Ronnie I think... Um, I need to go over to your house and play some. Something yeah, like come on out. We need to do a comparison video. Heck yeah, man. I'm down. Just so y'all know, Nick's got a whole collection of Super Nintendo games. That's not all, man. It's like, dude, why, how would you describe your man cave? An old video store. 
with tons of video games. He's yeah. got all kinds of cool old movies. It's kind of like you go back and you go in there like, damn, man, I want to watch that and that and that, but I know I would never have enough time to watch everything I want in there. You got all yeah. the old Gundam Wing games, uh, Gundam yeah. Wing series, don't you? I do. I started watching that on Net, uh, Hulu, and I was like, damn, this this the the voice acting was really good, but like what they were saying was like, damn, this is so corny. Yeah. It's kind of like trying to go back and watch Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, man, I don't understand why I thought that was. I mean, I love Dragon Ball Z, don't get me wrong, but like the shit they say is just so lame. <laughs> I think what we want to do, I want to do a comparison video of the two tournament fighters for the Super Nintendo and then for the Sega Genesis. I think it'd okay. be a pretty cool video to put out. Um, I'm down. I'll try to go over there one weekend and uh, <clears throat> we can get that done. Do you think it's a good place to wrap it up? I think so too. We got about 35 minutes in, and we got our, we got some future plans for some video games out of it. That's good. Oh yeah. But so, uh, TMNT 1990. Check it out. It's worth the watch. Hey, we appreciate you guys watching um, or listening to us. Give us a like on Facebook, Doom Room Productions. Just look us up so that we can find out about some more upcoming content. Later. Later. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the Doom Room Productions. We hope you enjoyed it. Please consider subscribing. Also, you guys can find us on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And hopefully we'll have a Patreon later on, too. Let us know what you'd like to hear next time. Thank you again.